0: To that camera, I mean, you gonna imitate me if you're mad at the me. The one
1: that's at me, not the fluffy one. No, you could do that too. <laughs> like, I'm just asking which one you meant.
0: Yeah, no, I was you meaning this one, one. But okay. if you gotta, t- if you want to turn at that, you know, ain't really, <laughs> the only rule is you're talking to the mic.
1: I will, Any- I will uphold that rule. I promise. Yeah.
0: All right. And then if you feel like cursing. Just know that in when the episode comes out, you're going to hear dolphin noise and sea noises and things what? over it. Okay, so the SpongeBob deck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I see you got the next shirt on. All right. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. All right.
0: All right. So we roll it? For sync. So normally, you know, things always start so casual. And we always be in strange places and doing strange things. But... The last time, the last time y'all saw me, I looked like you know a millionaire or billionaire, but I didn't have no swag on. So I got to actually wear some fitted jeans this time and a shirt that fit, and <laughs> not looking like no black boots. But we was talking about money that time. But now, nah, you know, this time we talking about shifting into mentality. And she, yeah, I know you listening to me. Like, what is he doing? Sometimes we just just talk for the first two minutes so we can fill and then. We dropped the little intro to be like, welcome to everything cool. Okay. And then that's the break right there. Got
1: you. So hold open then. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) See, you you got it. Yeah, Yeah. you know. (laughs) (laughs) I know the time. (laughs) Okay. So welcome to everything cool. Yeah. We don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep We got nightmares and they got fantasies No sanity, it's just insanity My mommy hoping nothing happens to me Welcome to Everything Cool. How do I start? Well, let me introduce myself first. I'm um, the niggas of Nassau, TV and the goat. St. Anton Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard at your service. Joined by the party in the backyard, the member of one. The party of one, I am barking and full of fact. <laughs> PG Giovanni the power on this time thank you BPL Yeah. but yeah PG Giovanni a.k.a. PG a.k.a. PG13 a.k.a. PG13 a.k.a. Hidden in Plain Sight a.k.a. Your favorite non-bay a.k.a. Too Many AKs so glad to have PG if you want to join a party in the backyard I mean the time we're recording mostly everybody at work but this is what we do for work so let us know DM, whatever if you would like to become a part of the party in the backyard you can you know free invitation you come <laughs> with your friends laugh up in the back ground ask questions to the guests or if we're doing like a problem discussion you know we always have an open invitation but last but not least our very special guests please introduce yourself
1: good morning i am christina johnson uh-huh. and i'm here today to share some insights and observations
0: insights and observation so what do you observe so far (laughs) what is your deep insight do you have like a third eye vision or fourth eye vision seen on like the sixth realm and spectrum of things
1: if i did i don't think i would be sitting in this chair right
0: now Mm, all right so everything is always chock full of surprises. And one of the surprises what we do is we have a segment called the Bayman word phrase or saying of the day. Okay. And we always give that pleasure to our guests. Okay. So the floor is all yours.
1: So tell me exactly what I need to do.
0: You need to give us a Bayman word okay. phrase or saying okay. that we have never heard. And then we can go from there.
1: That you have never heard.
0: Well, we have never heard on everything cool. Right? Okay
1: um hmm let me think of something
0: mm-hmm.
1: obscure um
0: oh uh, i was just gonna say i, I, <laughs> I, like, like, <laughs> I was like Bahamians to say obscure y'all know how to say, pronounce that word like mm-hmm. um yeah. okay
1: Bahamian word what is obscure um because i don't want to just say something like bongi i mean did we have moongi before
0: i feel like we did of course yeah um what about wongsen Okay, I ain't never heard that I before. Never before. before. Okay, so once in okay, five. In your
1: whole life, you never heard nobody say wonks?
0: I think wonks? so, but I haven't heard it in years, though. Like, that was Probably. like a 2000s thing. Okay. Like, so I rem- what do you remember it meaning? A- I think wonks. <laughs> I don't know if it's like you bopping or like how you walk or something. <laughs> I don't know. For the international viewers, <laughs> what is wonks or oh, wonks or whatever? Boss. What, what is he at? Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll give it to you in a
0: sentence. I uh,
1: that gal last week
0: oh yeah, okay 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 because <laughs> right i heard the wonks but i think like that wonks thing was dying out like around oh five oh six <laughs> because everybody's like around that time that's when everybody starts saying pog oh okay. yeah 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 I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so okay Shout out to
1: james scott virgil he's the one who taught me that word
0: james scott virgil i Have like you that met name. him
1: at the networking night that's my
0: boy. yeah okay <laughs> gyms use a mod of many talents you (laughs) You first you're bringing (laughs) machines to take the Bay pocket change yeah. <laughs> and now you teach me a new word Reach. my goodness all right but you know we like to look at things always on the bright side so tell us oh. ah. uh, <laughs> nice there. okay i see you Justin. All right. <laughs> all, right. all right all right all right so tell us about yourself christine like how did you become a therapist um how did you start Brightside bahamas and what made you want to be a therapist in the bahamas
1: sure firstly it's christina not christine
0: Christina. Mm-hmm. Just can me. I call you Christy for short?
1: No, you cannot. Okay. Yeah. I love my name.
0: Okay, can you me. call me Jesse for short? Jessie, so if up. you would love that, okay. I will do it for you.
2: All
0: right. If you
1: like it, I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> All right. So my company name is Brightside Bahamas. Mm. I am a therapist. I'm a mental health educator Mm. and I am also a life coach. So I help people with their innermost feelings. I help people with their mindset, their mentality, their mental health
2: Mm. and
1: how I got into therapy in the first place. um, I've always been interested in human behavior, Mm. always been interested in the mind. And I took psychology in my last year of high school and then decided I liked it so much. I wanted to study it and now we're here many many years later
2: (laughs)
0: yeah because i always had a great like appreciation fascination for like understanding like you know whether it be uh anthropology or sociology Mm -hmm. just seeing how human beings interact with each other like i did anthropology and sociology in college as well as like a psychology class and then you know me being a full-time filmmaker is it's all about recreating life. So it's okay. understanding the mythology behind characters and okay, what shapes people to do this. So, you know, and then that helps me in the real life. Cause now when I meet people, I size you up quick, I ask certain questions, to give me certain reactions and then now I know how to move, okay. you know, but that's great. So you said life coach. Mm-hmm. Well, this backtrack being a therapist in the Bahamas, what? Like why you want to do that here when, you know, people ain't really, I think we're changing the stigma when it comes to mm-hmm. mental health, but obviously you've been practicing way before that awareness has been widespread. So what was some of your bottles sort of coming back home, wanting to do this and people not being totally receptive to it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I mean, just how you started off being like, why uh-huh. here? It's my home. I love my country.
0: Mm-hmm. And so you, was, you behemoth and proud. Of course. Okay. That's it. it. (laughs) Of course. course. Uh.
1: I mean, like, why would I not want to offer a service just because people are not interested in the service? If we need it, we need it. Mm. Right? And we do. I mean, mental health is something that is a Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. We legitimately need to really be intentional about our mental health. And that's really what I'm trying to do. That's what a lot of local mental health practitioners are also trying to do and have been doing. Um, it has been a challenge, I won't lie. I mean, it is difficult to stay positive and keep moving forward.
0: at okay, things on the bright not. side.
1: Yes. <laughs> How many times are you going to bring my company? <laughs> you know, see, I mean, okay, I'm going to keep a running count. That's two now. That's okay. two now.
0: The meter right here.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it has been challenging, but I don't get discouraged because I know what I'm doing is for the greater good. Mm. And I have a purpose.
0: Mm. I like that you said purpose because i'm a big purpose proponent Mm -hmm. because i feel like life starts to make sense and you find hope in life when you know what your purpose is and you totally work inside that but a thought that came to me over i think last night and then it was beaming in my head right i was like i think do you feel like we because I feel like we push mental health awareness widespread. But I still feel, I don't think it's most people be like, okay, well, behemoths don't take mental health serious. But I think they sort of are aware that you should. <gasps> but I think it's more so they're looking for a quick fixes. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't take it serious what are are your opinions on that
1: so i personally believe that since hurricane dorian and us being in this pandemic still Mm. um we have been starting to take it more seriously we have been more intentional about the real realities of you know having poor mental health you know a lot of the time i feel like in the past people could be like okay well stress is normal i could just push through it things will be okay eventually Mm -hmm. but now with this collective Sorry, collective trauma, go. collective grief. And so mm. long term as well, because we go in from Hurricane Dorian six months later into the pandemic and we still in this pandemic. Mm. So it's just like, OK, the stress is not going away. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is perpetual.
2: life life in.
1: life is life <laughs> right now. So it's uh. just like, OK, so what do we do about it? So I think that's where you're coming in being like, OK, it's not going to be a quick fix. Mm. You know, I think people are. But do people realize it? it ain't a quick fix? I don't think they had until now. Mm. i think it's starting the wheels are starting to turn you know like the the meme with that woman with the math flying around her mm.
2: it,
1: it's starting to do that right now it's just like okay maybe we really do need to take this serious maybe we really do need to be more intentional about it
0: yeah because i'm still correcting um friends about okay like if i say hey i can't i need a breather just for mental health. oh well what if you have kids i'm like you still need to take a mental break regardless of Absolutely. what you going through, whatsoever. It ain't saying you neglecting responsibility, That's but right. you just need to do certain things, probably pull back a little bit from certain things, just to, you know, woosah, calm just mm-hmm. recollect yourself and then get back into what you need to do.
2: Absolutely.
0: Because I feel like even I have some friends where okay, you you struggling, whether it be getting over past traumas and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I say I'm about to give you no advice go see a therapist Mm -hmm. they go see a therapist for one session oh well it ain't help it ain't work I'm like it ain't just a quick fix thing this takes years it took you years to get it so it's gonna take years to undo all these different negative emotions and you know and you probably may not ever get over it but you know how to better sort of work through it Mm -hmm. so that's right but but what what you your thoughts are based on, on that on the the process because process. i hear a lot of therapists yeah. saying you know therapists is not the angle we just give you tools to that's right. help you
1: mm-hmm. yeah so in my job a lot of people think that i just give advice i prescribe advice i prescribe okay do this and you will be better mm-hmm. therapy is not that mm-hmm. i am not a guru i kind of am a co-creator that's the way i like to
0: co-create yeah,
1: co-creator
0: so you're trying to. Gr- co-create what exactly
1: co-create a relationship so therapy to me at the core of it is relationship Mm. and it is a secure relationship in which you feel safe and comfortably enough to work through whatever it is you are bringing to the table um it doesn't even have to be anything negative people don't go to therapy just because something is wrong Mm. sometimes people go to therapy just for further insight like i had a client before Everything was going right in his life. He was so happy, but he just wanted to have more insight into what was going so well so he could keep doing it to be happy for long term. And I think that was one of my most rewarding experiences, to be honest, because it was just like, okay, we ain't talking about no problems here. We're talking about things that you want to perpetuate, not things that you want to eradicate or try and integrate. And so sorry, I'm nerding out a little bit. (laughs) No, go
0: ahead, go ahead. Because you're just telling us how you live in life. On the brighter side. Oh my God. <laughs> <Number three>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, because I was you know, about the ask me yeah. um, did he have a past to where he felt like things couldn't like it feels weird when things are going mm-hmm. right? Because I think a lot of people are guilty of that. Myself included. Yeah, like. yeah. myself included. Yeah. Too. Like I feel like I've been through such so many situations in such a long time when things didn't work. When it started to click, mm-hmm. it's like Oh, this is about the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like almost right on cue. You'd be like, huh, mm-hmm. three days of things going good. Let me look around the corner, yeah, my own house. Of my yeah. shoulder, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you get anxious about, right. I feel like i forgetting something, like mm-hmm. something about to happen. And like, what do you say to somebody who feels that way?
1: So, in that regard, I mean, when you feel so on edge when things go right because you're so used to things going left after things do go right, it's just like, how do you learn to kind of settle and be okay with things actually being okay because in the moment you're so focused on something that hasn't even happened yet that you're not even acknowledging the good that's going on you know what i mean you're just like okay like things are going good however i'm so on edge because i think it's going to be the rug is going to be yeeted from underneath me that i can't even fully embrace what's going on so it's just really learning to pause and just be like okay entertain the other side of the what if so you're being like, okay, so what if something bad does happen afterwards? I was like, okay, so what if nothing bad happens?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a 50-50 chance. It really is. That's that's the probability. So it's just like, why not entertain both equally or one more than the other and not the negative one?
0: But right in a world where there's so many variants and what ifs, mm-hmm. it ain't just two sometimes. It could be like... Cadrillion. I don't know if you ever seen the Marvel series, what if <laughs> <laughs> like literally off like it's literally like a series about what if this scenario happened blah 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 this okay. how it I would play out. And I think in the human brain and they like you how you said this tool, whether you look at it as a negative or a positive, mm-hmm. I think in our minds it's like it's endless possibilities
1: okay mm-hmm. so you do have a point there are always endless
2: possibilities
1: mm. however you do need to streamline it because mm. of endless possibilities are those really assisting you <laughs> no mm-hmm. they're not right mm-hmm. so let's try and whittle it down let's find the lowest common denominator
2: here Nerding mm-hmm.
1: out again <laughs> but um, already you know right. what i mean it's just like okay so either mm-hmm. the rug is going to be pulled back out from under me and i'm going to be depressed again or either something good is going to continue to happen mm. Right. So let's just <laughs> whittle it down and then be like, OK, let's work with those variables instead of like, oh, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? OK, like I know you want to be prepared. You want to prepare yourself for whatever it is that's going to happen, but also prepare yourself for the good that could happen, too.
0: OK, because based on what you've been saying so far, I, I, I discern that you always look at things from the brighter side, the the optimistic side. OK. So how do you deal with someone who's like Supremely pessimistic Okay, Especially like when they come to you They want to help with whatever They're going through but they just have like Just jaded by life Mm -hmm.
1: So me personally I do like To look at the optimistic side I also do acknowledge Everything it's Mm. not that I'm just like Pushing aside the negative and be like Okay I I don't even want to think about it I I see myself more as a realist Um, The glass is either you know people was like oh the glass is either half full or half empty mm. i just think there's water in the glass
0: i just the you, you know, right
1: you know <laughs> so i don't really initially think of it as positive or negative mm. i see the situation as what it is and then i choose to accentuate the positive mm. so for people who are just their mo is pessimism i try and infuse a little bit of realism and positivity because being pessimistic is really not being realistic if we really think about it people who tend to be like well you know my pessimism is an asset because it helps me see things for how they really are that's not what it is pessimism is not seeing it for what it is it's only seeing one aspect of it
0: yeah because true people be some people who pessimistic you'd be wondering how you even get to that conclusion bro <laughs> from what days be pulling out of these situations be like yeah i mean that could happen but it's very highly unlikely to happen so where you come from with that and they always be debbie downers because like you know i always say it takes more energy to hate than to love and I, that's why, like you know, I don't really have enemies or people be like, oh haters or da 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 da. It's like, bro, if I really wanted, if I hated you, I want to destroy you, mm. like completely. All right, all right. like no, no, for real. Because yeah. it's like,
1: look at me, looking up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's sweet. laughs> no, but that's right, one, two. No, because that's how strong emotions I have. Like, mm. and I love, I love, and when I show joy and passion. So if I gonna hate. I put energy into that, I want to keep on coming back to it. I want it one time ago. I want to obliterate, take you clean clean slate. Now, that may not be like physically. That may be whatever is refreshingly or whatever. It's like, I don't want to deal with you no more because I'm not about to be hating you for my weeks, months, years, every time I, I got to muster up that. That's too much energy. That's why I'm like, oh, bro. <laughs> bro, I just, oh, as I get all this, like, if you're on... Trying to like cohabitate with me in a positive manner, you you go over there. I I rather keep my distance.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: Like you know, but um, I I rather just you know be always sunny side up. Yeah, look on the brighter side <laughs> <laughs> of life. <laughs> but okay, so dealing with with the pessimists because people always be. Uh, it's like I made a video on my personal account. Mm-hmm. this week where I was talking about you know getting into edifying relationships and then people always think edifying rela- if relationships only think about like when it comes to romance but more so it's just who you be around and how, if they helping you to grow and it, it's really downing when you're around someone every time you bring up an idea oh how are you supposed to do that? oh you can't do you can't this and that and that's like bro you, you're not being productive and it's like when I cut you off or I distance myself from you, you wanna play victim. Okay. So, and and I just unpack so much things I wanna ask you about right in there. I wanna, like, you know, where we, um, you know, how do you sorta go about severing relationships with people when they don't add positively to your life, as well as this whole new wave of people playing or trying to embrace being the victim every i feel like people just want to be a hero
2: mm-hmm.
0: or if they can't be the hero they want to be a victim that's why you just be like i just rather be the villain if you want to dislike what i don't like mm-hmm. like i don't care like because you ain't about to oh i can't win in a situation so i can say oh you caused me to do this mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on that
1: okay so something that you said that is It's been a thought that I've been having recently. Mm -hmm. And you said severing relationships, right? We don't always have to go there first. Severing relationships. You don't have to go straight to the cutoff. There's something called boundaries.
2: Mm -hmm. Right?
1: And so boundaries are part of any healthy relationship. And people need to be better at establishing and enforcing boundaries. It is what it is. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I just have to say it. We need to do better. Because our lack of skills and being able to do so, that really gets us to the immediate cutoff. Oh, I don't like how you move, you're getting cut off. Instead of having a conversation about it being like, I actually don't like how you did that. I would really appreciate if you want to keep this relationship, something needs to be different. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I need from you, how you feel about that. And then if they don't bring anything productive, then okay, you don't want to meet my boundaries. So then at that point, I'm going to have to distance from you
0: okay because oftentimes when boundaries are somewhat mentioned mm-hmm. again it's always in the whole romance type of situation which you know it's not really just there because your boundaries in a workplace okay. it's is limiting that, the thing that yeah. is
1: just romantic relationships.
0: yeah that, but i think that's how most people think about it <laughs> because even in the workplace a boundary may be or don't call me about work before I get to work. That's right. And I, when I leave work, don't ask me about no work. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, That's you know, uh, if you want to have a casual conversation, cool, but mm-hmm. my mind, I trying to be in a zen before I work, if they will work there and leave. Yeah. Don't ask me. Or if I'm out and about, don't, are we ain't at work, don't ask me about no work. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. True. Like, you know, if you want to, and I think what we do too as people, we try to put our moral compasses and our beliefs onto other people
1: okay yeah
0: where like i feel like you know because i i'm a certain way i shouldn't expect you to be the certain way and i think that's the boundary for me because i'm like my i mean generally i'm sort of, of a cynic my expectations for people are very low so mm-hmm. where it's like okay if you do it you say you was gonna do it show me if you're gonna do it if you don't do it all right that's but it is next all right. person or whatever all right, if you do it all right show me it again
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then i go from there and I, that's how i move um but like my boundaries really okay i know i could focus on something and build it up and move certain ways and move in a room and you know i have integrity but i can't expect that from people okay so well,
1: like something i want to emphasize about boundaries too is people think boundaries are just restrictive but boundaries are really saying this is what i need to be able to keep you in my life huh. it's not what i'm not going to do to you know or what i have to do to let you leave it's what i need for you to stay in my life so boundaries are really an act of love mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that boundaries are just like a big screw you and they're really not people <laughs> right. feel away about boundaries you sure. know what i mean they really yeah. do and i don't think that people have an understanding of what they really are so I can't really be like, y'all wrong, but
0: you are yeah. misinformed. I'll put it that Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You think social media sort of um, messed up the whole boundary thing because we have so much easy access to each other more than before now?
1: No, I think it was ever a problem. No, but I mean, <laughs> like it was, it was tends exacerbated by yeah, social yeah. media in some ways, maybe. Mm. I mean, like you said, the more ease of access. Um,
0: the oversharing. Okay. Yeah, like, Talk to me a little bit about <laughs> what you mean like that. Like people picture. putting their own personal information or things happening in their life on social media for the thousands, the millions to mm-hmm. see. Like, you know, just yesterday, as of this recording, <laughs> people leaking sex tapes and tanks like that. It's like, like why are you putting this in? It ain't even someone leaking from them. you putting your own stuff up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we don't need to know all this. I don't need to know okay. all these different facets of your life. Mm-hmm. And then when people criticize you for it, you start to feel the way. But you giving people the that boxes. information. Right. So you let
1: them in. So what you're saying is if you let somebody in, I mean.
0: No, you let the world in, not somebody. Okay. The world <laughs> Yeah, in. yeah. So
1: if they have something to say, you shouldn't be upset.
0: No, of course, depending on what it is. But I'm saying if they're critiquing, like mm-hmm. constructively critiquing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And in a, a positive way, like not lambasting like you in different things, if they're saying, okay, you put some, like, okay, like the sex tape thing. Someone say, yo, why are you disgracing this person in this form and they ain't the permission and That and you'd be like, oh, why are you get into my business? Who put this? You put oh, it out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> That's the
1: point you're making, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: So it's like, you know, with the oversharing and it's, you know, to a small scale, um obviously you know people emotional tones or they have a personal drama with other individuals they're putting it out on the internet mm-hmm. you know we've had certain situations in our friendship groups where it's come to that. Okay. <laughs> so like you know right. so it's, it's certain situations like that especially where people try to keep because there's a lot of things that have happened in my life where people generally don't know and when i would say like i said the beginning of this year like last year i was going through an existential crisis and everybody's like i didn't know i think things was up and up i say it's supposed to be like that you ain't supposed to know from my social media if you don't know me personally because mm-hmm. i ain't putting it out there to be all blah, 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 blah. like no that don't that's not for there that's just for business i'm curating an image mm-hmm. that you obviously like so okay. you know
1: okay Yeah, but you're right. You know, you don't have just boundaries with other people. You also have to have personal boundaries as well. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: like you're saying, oversharing on social media, if it's becoming a problem, then you would have to reassess your own personal boundaries.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I always say this, like I feel like social media and these smartphones is why a lot of... I wouldn't say a lot more people are depressed, but it's it feels more prevalent now than in the past, even though mm-hmm. mental health has always been an issue. But I think the constant comparing, and contrasting mm-hmm. in our minds with other people's make, highlight reels, mm-hmm. like I like to call it, is what like, high people down in the bottoms about things. Mm-hmm. But we about to take a quick commercial break and we about to get into some good stuff because we ain't mm-hmm. get there yet. Y'all going to see why I have this code right here. Ray right back, calling everything cool. On <laughs> bang rate, unless you know if you wanna talk, <laughs> I'd be like, I sing the to him, roll over. But normally we like to keep these things like an hour because before we used to be partying for two hours. Yeah,
1: that's a long time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, but when you start talking, the drinks start flowing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we're back. We're back, we're back, so now that valentine's day has passed right talking in the future tense now oh. don't know because you was about, about to, to say okay. valentine's day is next week <laughs> listen we in the future so you know so now that the valentine's day has passed conference season is officially over do you know about conference season i do okay and so you know when it starts and when it ends
1: isn't it just after Thanksgiving, like heading into the holiday season? Oh,
0: you talking about the old season? No, I right? talking about the Jim. old season from August. Oh. oh yeah, August is preseason. Yeah, there's oh. a pre yeah. the season. Yeah. So August preseason, pre-season and then man, when it gets warmer, like the season really start like right before Halloween. We definitely. Yeah. And then you get into the holiday seasons mm-hmm. and then like, Valentine's Day yeah. is the final. It's, okay. it's the championship game. Yeah. Super Bowl. So, we're yeah. definitely right. in strong postseason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but when this comes out, this going to be after. After the fact. This okay. going to be, you know, when the trades and signing's going on. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> but, yeah. And, actually, this that's really good. People are trading and people like, are signing. Because <laughs> a lot of people are breaking up right before Valentine's Day. And I posted a video all my story about you know I don't know if you ever watched As Told by Ginger mm-hmm. uh, Miranda laughing at the paper and they're flying away Jake. that's me <laughs> looking at people breaking up mm-hmm. so um, why do you think like what's your whole take about the whole human nature more so wanting to gather more in the colder months and then when as soon as they get hot everybody want to run free and wild mm-hmm. yeah
1: Uh, you really have me here to talk about this
0: no 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 i just want you really (laughs) all right we can get a (laughs) pass so let's just get jump right straight to what we was talking about so i asked several people about because me personally i always preach about okay if you after you get a relationship or you feel like you're not adequately where you need to be. I think you should take time off, especially uh, for, me, for me personally, I felt like I didn't like where I was at the time in my life, so I needed to separate myself from dating.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I told you about that, you had a whole different take on that. And I asked certain people like, "What's at what time should you start dating? Because when you told me that, and you was like, that's true, that's true, you know, that, and I had to think about that. I was like, you're very correct in what you said. When you were saying um, you don't necessarily need to be wholly healed, sometimes you can find that. And when you get in a relationship, and I thought about a friend of mine where last year around this time, they were saying, you know, they want to start going to therapy, this, that, and that. They don't know when they're going to date, but now they're in a happy relationship talking about how the relationship was so healing. So break that all the way down for us. Okay,
1: so... If you've been through a traumatic experience or an adverse experience, Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you haven't, let me just backtrack a little bit. I mean, if you've been through a relationship and you break up, I don't really advise anybody to just relationship hop. Mm -hmm. Relationships are a great place to learn about yourself. So if you get out of a relationship, traumatic experience or not, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a while. How do I want to phrase this? Not that it takes a while, but you should take some time after getting out of any type of relationship For what you've learned about yourself to integrate and settle because relationships do teach you about yourself Mm -hmm. so relationship often getting out of one relationship three days later you in the next one how have you applied anything that you've learned you know what i mean okay right so then if we're going to take it the next step so if you have been through something a traumatic experience in your relationship elsewhere um only you can ascertain when you feel ready to let somebody into your life in a healthy way and when you are ready to enter somebody else's life in a healthy way. Mm. So I'm not here to say this is exactly what needs to happen. Another misconception is that healing is like a place at which you arrive. There is no such thing as arriving healed. Mm. Healing is a process, not a destination. And being on the journey of healing is understanding that there's still going to be bad days. There's still going to be times when your nervous system is activated and you feel all of those past issues coming back. And so healing is knowing how to manage that more so than having it eradicated.
0: Do we really ever heal? If you really think about it. Did you hear what I said? No, I know. It's not a place where you arrive. No, I know because I was thinking, um, based on that, because I was like, even if, like, let's say you get an injury, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the injury, like, let's say you got shot in the leg mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah, you could. I get sewn up the muscle tissues will come back, but I still feel that pain. Mm-hmm. And then I won't probably have the range of motion in my leg right away. So now that's therapy, <laughs> physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And even after getting that physical therapy, it might be days when it rain and I feel that pain. So now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what other methods I can do to ease this pain? Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to what we was initially saying where, you know, um, it can't be a quick fix okay. type of thing. It's a process it thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but um, because like I think why people, I think why my initial reaction was like, "What you mean you get in a relationship to heal?" Is because I think um, a lot of people think, "Well, if I took the time and I feel okay, uh-huh. why should I help you?" Like you know, get through whatever you're going through, uh-huh. and then you know, some people might feel like when they have done it in the past, it came back to fight them. Okay, what's your thoughts on that?
1: So the word should, Mm -hmm. anytime should is introduced, that means there's a sense of obligation. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like it's an obligation for you to assist somebody you don't want to, Mm you don't have to, right? If you don't want to assist somebody through their healing process, you don't have to. Mm So anytime there's a should, oh well, I don't think I should have to do this. Okay, then don't find somebody else that you don't have to do it with.
0: Mm-hmm. I like your practical view because, like, you don't really dress okay, things up. So- water in the glass. <laughs> <have to happen. laughs> it's just water in the glass. Like, yeah, because a lot of people would be like. Well, the most common talking about is oh well, I ain't helping nobody. It's all about me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me, me. Individualistic. Right. So I uh, you know.
1: Yeah, and relationships are not supposed to be individualistic,
0: right? Mm. Yeah. But so in our society so much are everybody just worrying about what they could get out of the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then where is that a flaw?
0: I think it's all flawed. There we go. So, you know. It uh, goes
1: back to how we conceptualize what a relationship is.
0: Okay. I like where you're going right there. So for those who are watching, how would you break down in your opinion what a relationship should be?
1: Mm, now see, should be.
0: Oh. There's
1: another <laughs> All right. I see. How you better say that. <laughs> so what what is, I, uh, how I conceptualize a relationship, mm. it's not supposed to be like you said individualistic mm-hmm. right you have to be thinking about the other person if you're not thinking about your partner you shouldn't be in a relationship what is the point of being with somebody if you're not going to consider them their feelings their state of mind their capacity like w- what's the point
0: because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you feel like capitalism and how we because i we, we had spoke about you know how things vary culturally and how in western society everything is fast you know how we instant gratification we gotta post it on the ground going back to the over sharing again you gotta look good for the internet it gotta be like this i gotta have this aesthetic or this kind of lifestyle do you think those influence how we um, think when it comes to interacting with each other,
1: it's sad because, like, if everybody's just thinking, "Oh, this is gonna look good on the gram," I mean, how are we really creating anything of substance,
0: mm.
1: right? It's hype over substance, mm. and that's not what relationships are supposed to be.
0: Indeed, because I shoot a lot of weddings, right, okay. and I always, and I told a friend, I was like, "It's crazy how a lot of people think," and I told my for my. My guy Julian, shout out to Julian. Um, he's married, he's been married since twenty two. Him and his wife's been together for the last seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was we was talking to him, I was like, but it's crazy how people think the wedding day is the pinnacle of marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's just really the starting off point. That's the gun going off and you had a whole like race to run. And the the wedding in itself is the posing for the ground the pageantry the this and that and then that's why a lot of people relationships and marriages fail because you ain't going for the aesthetics you don't really know this person like that you don't really know if you could cohabitate and work with this person and and, you know and even if you try to stick it out for long you realize you was with this person for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm.
1: something i like to ask my like I don't do technical like premarital counseling, but I do talk with couples before they get married. Mm. And so like if there's an issue, I ask something like, do you want a wedding or do you want a marriage?
2: What are we Mm. talking about here?
1: Mm. Right. Because it's like you're saying, there is a distinction. Some people just think it's all about the, you know, the glitz and the glamour and the beautiful day and the wedding and the big dress and the food and the drinks and the party. But when all of that is gone, the marriage is there.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: what's left standing when you take all of that away? Yeah. Gotta have substance.
0: Yeah, and sometimes the substance is really key because then you try to realize, well, I didn't know they was like this. And it goes back to how people people need to learn how to select mates for themselves. Because they were, like, I hate, and I said this yesterday, I hate Aaron. Um, Different people complain about, oh, this person was like this. Oh, this person like this, but it's like, you didn't see this from the jump? Did you really get to know this person? Mm-hmm. When they showed you who they were, did you believe them? Mm-hmm. You know? And I and that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like I take people at face value. It's like, okay, you're gonna show me this, this is who you is. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so with that and the whole understanding, so obviously in the last well, this has been always a societal thing. But in the last let's say last two months there's been an increase in domestic violence (laughs) issues and things like that. And it's been more of a communal conversation as to okay, well this been going on since my grandmother what we can do to stop this. Some people say, okay, pray for the men, this, that, and that, and that. Then some of them say, we need to stop praying for the men and teach them to do this. Oh, then some people say, we shouldn't teach none of that, and they just need to do better. And my opinion is um, a lot of times when these situations happen, um, I think for the most part, it's because Most of the... Nine times a day, most of the men haven't done the inner work for themselves. And they sort of value their whole idea of themselves into um, the relationship and how that dynamic plays out to where when they feel like that's being somewhat... I guess it ain't going the way that they want it to. They have a whole mental breakdown about it.
1: Okay.
0: What's your thoughts on that?
1: I mean... Intimate partner violence, I, mm. I don't really like to say domestic violence. It's not as broad as intimate partner violence mm. is. Um, so, intimate partner violence, IPV, it, it is a huge issue in our country, in mm. our culture. It really is. It has been kind of, I, I don't want to say normalized, but it is very prevalent. And I mean, like, in some way, people believe that it is normal because like I've heard women say well if he don't freak out on me and he don't hit me that mean he don't love me so since he doing that I know he loved me right and it's mm-hmm. just like I, I honestly have heard people say that and rationalize it that way and at the end of the day where I think this really stems from is like the question that you had asked me prior to and it was just like how do we decrease domestic sorry intimate partner violence mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. I personally think is we have we have normalized and we have really Condoned domestic violence, intimate partner violence towards children. <laughs> like we are you
0: talking about the, the whole corporal p- okay. discipline. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, for example, um, you know how Bahamians like to justify it with that Bible verse: "Spare the rod, spoil the child."
0: Mm-hmm. Even so though that's like not really always literal. but And that's really
1: not what it said. It's kind Mm. of a just misinterpretation of Mm. scripture because like ain't nobody ever seen a shepherd beating their sheep with their staff. You know what I mean? If a a sheep goes astray, the shepherd is not beating them with Mm. their staff, with their rod. They use it as guidance. Mm. So it's really about discipline, not physical discipline. Like even them dogs, they don't be biting the sheep when they are hurting them. They, you know, they might bark a little bit, but they really are pushing them. With love and care and right. real guidance. So firstly, that's a misinterpretation of scripture. But that's a story for another day <laughs> um, where I was going with that. So the spare the rod, spoil the child. is just like, okay, I have to beat my kids. Otherwise, they're going to be unruly. That's how we basically have seen it. Huh. And so when that happens, then the parents say, well, i beaten you because I love you. I want to teach you. I want to guide you. And so a child in their formative years, they equate pain with love. And so they grow up (laughs) and then it turns into adults who then say well i love you i beaten you Mm -hmm. you made me upset and i love you so here we are. i I box you right now and it's just like "Mm." so if we really understand the genesis Mm -hmm. which i'm trying to talk about right now Mm -hmm. we have a huge solution on how to decrease intimate partner violence we've already taught that violence is okay and we've already taught that violence is a way to show love So if we stop that, and it's just like, we really have to ask ourselves as a society, what are we willing to do? And what are we willing to unlearn to address the situation? Mm -hmm. And we as Bahamians, we don't like change. We comfortable, we like the status quo. And so here we are.
0: I like that break. That's a really good insightful breakdown because, you know, most people wouldn't take it. Well, you know, it's how you was raised and how... um, you almost was brainwashed and be like, I've be you because I love you. I've be you because I love you.
1: It's true. It's a repeated you know? message. Mm,
0: that's powerful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. All right. <laughs> and,
1: and just to kind of expound uh, on that, my discipline, I'm a marriage and family therapist by mm. designation. And that's built on what is called systems theory. Mm. And the basis of systems theory is that everything is interconnected. So, for example, the three of us, we are a system right now. I just mm. met you today i've met you twice prior to today mm. but we are still a system because we in this together mm. so if we
0: are oh, you to, part of everything yeah, of yeah I see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for example if there was a situation between me and you mm. if me and him were to work on our relationship systems theory says that our collective relationship would improve even if you and i didn't do anything about our issue so what I'm trying to say here is that everything is interconnected. So if we are trying to address intimate partner violence by working on how we interact with our children, that is going to affect a situation that we're not looking at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. yeah, Because okay. that sort of leads me to another point. So <laughs> that's so how do we. OK, that's the present preventative measure that we should embark on but how do we stop or sort of curve what's happening now especially specifically with men not really taking their mental health um seriously and commit uh, committing these egregious acts in our society because of how they um, their mental chemistry is at at the moment because i say that to say um you know over the last year, you know, being more getting more in the space and understanding different things about men. And even it comes to information where, you know, men commit suicide at a vast larger margin
2: yeah,
0: than women do. They do. And people will be like, okay, so why is this happening? And I was like, I think I had a conversation with a friend last week. I, I was like, because I think how we, we think each group is processing the information the same they're not processing it the same way
1: okay so let's talk about why okay why do you think
0: because <laughs> i'm just gonna lead to the jacket <laughs> because i've had friends that commit suicide mm-hmm. recently i found out last week uh my one of my old roommates um allegedly he self-transitioned um before the new year happened um mm-hmm. Yeah, his birthday was last week, and I found out because a friend messaged me and was like, yo, look at they wall. They saying he gone, and I start yeah. doing the research, and I was like, yo, you know, like, when does this happening?" And I called one of my other boys because me and them was just talking about, because they, there in Atlanta and I was like, yo, when we get by, we need to have a reunion, da. We just was talking about this like a month ago, not knowing that this happened during that time. And that's probably why it was on my mind. I watching old videos and things like that. And I know a lot of his past to where it's like you've been through some trying times, but along the way well, you feel inadequate as a man. And I was like, I feel like his life was turned around because he just had a child. The son just turned one.
2: Okay.
0: Like you know, the girl he was with for a long time, they was, they yeah. lo- they looked like their relationship was getting healthier. But then, this still was the end result. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, something's missing. You know, yeah. like something ain't connected. And he was one, and he, I, between him and my other friend who committed suicide years ago they both were a lot of the reasons why I do what I do now. Cause they would tell me like, hey, bro, you could do this, bro, I see the light in you, bro, you just that, 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 that. So knowing, understanding that feeling of feeling adequate and, you know, going through that process and trying to work through and things, I didn't know what I was telling my friend. I'm like, I don't think a lot of them are processing the information similarly to their female counterparts like we believe, like, because if it's so disproportionately different, what's,
1: what's really going on? You're trying to be like, make it make sense. Then, yeah. Right? Okay. So first and foremost, I too have lost somebody to suicide. Somebody that I went to university with mm. um, just in the past week. Um, Like we used to go to parties together. We weren't like actual friends, but like more acquaintances. Mm. But she died by suicide. That's more inclusive language than committing suicide because then...
0: I like to say self transitioning.
1: Self, I did hear you say
0: that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But just for your viewers Mm -hmm. to know, dying by suicide is definitely more supportive and compassionate language than committing Mm. suicide. Mm. Um, But it's really, and to address the disparity between men and women Mm. who die by suicide and how it's higher in men, I mean, we don't really give men the space to realize that having emotions is normal.
2: Just mm. like how we're
1: talking about children are brainwashed like, Oh, I'm beating you because I love you, right? Men have been told you can't show emotion and or or else you soft. It's sissy to have feelings. Use a galley. You know what I mean? So it's just like we have not even allowed men to express their very own human nature, a normal experience of having emotions. So when you're not allowed to express, you bottle it in. Mm. And if you don't have outlets, if you don't have supportive people in your life, if you don't have helping professionals, then
0: you know, pressure burst pipe. Yeah. I think it's the societal pressures too, to where you you have this idea in your mind and you just can't live up to it. You've been trying everything and it's like you keep on falling on your back and... Back to the whole emotional expressions. You don't want to tell nobody you're going through these things because you don't want to be like a burden to them. Yeah. Um, and you
1: also don't want to be seen as less than a man because nah. men are supposed to have it all together, right? You're supposed to be providing for your family. You're supposed to be the rock.
0: Yeah. But well, I think that's an internal thought more than external these days because I think if I was feeling that way and I expressed I was feeling that way, you see, man, come like, bro, you ain't got to do this. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. The comfort would come then, but if I keep it bottled to myself and don't say nothing, and it happened, then the people will have to regret. Like, yo, you should have tell me, listen that, that, da, 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 da. So I think it's mainly based on the individual because they feel like. I want to put this On somebody else Like Yeah they got Good work going on I don't want to be You know You know I, I don't want to feel The worst Because if I tell you Then you're going to Look at me down In a certain yes. kind Of is way that Or less an
1: individual thing Or is that because They don't feel like They're going to be Supported by external Right It really comes down yeah. To mm. the external We have to be more supportive mm. We honestly have to be More open And it's something That we're not really We ain't hard to do that We really are not we're not it's starting to improve mm-hmm.
2: but honestly
1: as a culture and a society we ain't into that
0: yeah because even i remembered he even gave me the slyrom i like we was in atlanta right so i could tell a good story oh, so leg
2: up, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he getting comfortable he so, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh because we was actually we actually were supposed to record an album together. <laughs> like we had a whole mixtape series called Lindbergh, the mixtape, and I was gonna do my debut project called Contradictions. Okay. So like you know my like like my life is a contradiction, and I feel like even from then to now, because that happened twenty fourteen, I feel like you know my life has become less of a contradiction because it was like I start actually more being more intentional with myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think. We was having some conversation and like, you know, when you can call it a Jew but he was just always, you know, hot suits. This is all his daddy used to buy him suits. And I was like, I need to go buy a suit. And he like, bro, you, what side you is? Da, 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 yeah. Or like, bro, bro, you could this, that, and that, and that. We had big dreams. We, he was even, you know, talking about getting married in 2019 in Hawaii. And I was like, he's like, bro, would you come? I was like, bro, ain't nothing about just jumping on the plane and this and that and that. So, um, so just seeing how the story and it's like, you really don't know what people are going through. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, again, even on this wall, there's a lot more, I feel, more, more male support than female support to where it's like, bro, you was with me every morning, blah, 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 and I never know this was going on and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think, you know, from my point of view, I I think part of it is just Accepting where you at in life, how you supposed to run. This goes for everybody. Um, you know, because you had um, the former Miss Teen, you had not teen, USA, former Miss USA. See so self transition last week and see, had all the success in the world and things like that. But it was still, you know, personal. I wouldn't say demons, but you know, personal issues that you may need to get past or just come to grips with, like settle with yourself and come to that realization. Okay. Yeah, I feel this way. Honor those emotions and say, okay, well, I'll make steps to improve.
1: Okay, so sure. Help yourself. I'm always an But
0: go to the therapist. Yourself, yeah.
1: Right. But mm. like I, that's what I mean, but getting steps to help yourself. So mm-hmm. know yourself, know when you're good, when you're not, and seek assistance. But we also cannot just put the onus on people. Mm. We cannot do that because as a society, Society is one big system. I taught you all about systems theory. Yeah. Okay. I learned you all about that today. (laughs) Honestly, we really have to do our part. Uh, We really do. We can't just be like, well, somebody will reach out if they're not feeling okay. No, you have to be intentional about your relationships. mm -hmm. I mean, relationships is the topic for today, really. So it's just like if you are in a relationship, it's both give and take. Sure, you want the person to be able to come to you to mm -hmm. talk about something that's on their mind, on their heart. But you also have to be inquisitive and ask your friend. Because if you care about somebody, don't you want to know? Yeah. Relationships are about effort. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? If you're not willing to put in the effort, then why be in a relationship of any nature?
0: Hmm and that's where the best relationship advice you could give on the relationship part yes. <laughs> you know that's because true. honestly we that's like people true. used to dub us the relationship well because we used to talk about relationships until i got like sick and tired of it like mm-hmm. i'm like eh, let's talk that's about something else other stuff. but i thank you for the wise words of wisdom before we wrap up wrap up what you like to you know get people where they can find you you know last thoughts the floor is all yours Johnson. so
1: last thoughts Mm. Um, i didn't mention this at the time but Mm. when we were talking about like what stage of healing do you have to be at to start dating again Mm. so i talked about how there is no such thing as stages of healing Mm. it's not linear it's a process not a destination Mm. but then also we have to be mindful of how harmful thinking that you can only be in a relationship if you are healed is because People who have been through traumatic experiences, adverse life experiences, they know that they will never be the same as when they prior to the event. Mm -hmm. So then there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of negative self image that they would then take on if people are just saying like, yeah, you got to be healed to be in a relationship. It's just like, well, if I'm never going to be healed, then do I not deserve love? Do I not deserve attention, affection, compassion? So we really have to be mindful that it can be really harmful to tout that you got to be healed to be in a relationship, because firstly, that's not true. And secondly, it is just it's just harmful to say that you got to because ain't nobody ever going to be arrived.
0: Mm. Even though if you arrive at the part to do this whole interview and see things from the brighter side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see <from> the brighter <laughs> Lord side. have mercy. <laughs> well, tell the people where they can find you all. Yeah, all the links will be in the description below.
1: I will also mm. add, because I was finished yet,
0: Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> That's okay. Mm. I just wanted
1: to add one more thing. Like all this stuff is coming back to me now. That oh. we're done of course, now that we're at the
0: end <laughs> we just <of course>. age,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
0: could roll over. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, harmful to say that you got to be healed to be in a successful relationship. That's mm. not true. And then, oh, now I'm talking too much. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Me talking is making me forget the point that was right here. Mm.
0: Uh, um, I know, I know how to
1: go. You know what I mean? Well, Anyway, I, I can talk to you another time about this because it, it is escaping me at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you can find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram as Brightside Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And I do work on Zoom. And I also do work in my office outside of Lyford Key. Mm-hmm. So you can see me in person with a negative COVID test or proof of vaccination.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or we can operate online.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how to find me
0: okay that's dope that's dope thank you again for gracing us with your presence I, you know i i, I glad that we made this happen like super super fast you know me just meeting you like that was three weeks ago
1: yeah i think so
0: yeah you know and then bring you on a pod and you sharing with us educating us on right terminology uh what was the what's the um uh, relationship no not relationship structure what you no communal structure
1: systems theory
0: systems theory boom that can be the I might even name the episode of systems theory but the no, brighter we'll talk about it the, the, the brighter side <laughs> flip can be and in full effect but oh <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us on everything cool we're gonna catch y'all later another time another date, same place yeah you see
1: thank you for having
0: me mm-hmm. <laughs> no.